0: Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to the August 2016 quiz. It's hot in August, and these are 10 hot cases. This is a great case. Um, You look at it very quickly, and I ask what the best diagnosis is. The key finding on both the axials and the MIP imaging is a vascular lesion in the left breast. Without any further history, you have to assume it's going to be breast cancer, which, in fact, this is. We have seen metastasis to the breast. In fact, I have a great case of metastatic renal cell carcinoma that looks very similar. But at the end of the day, when all is said and done, when you have an enhancing lesion in the breast, and that's your only images, you better be thinking about breast cancer. This case does make the point that when we look at CT, we need to look at the edges of the film. And I, I know we don't have film, but we still have edges. Great case. This patient has an abdominal pain, we did a CT scan and I asked what conclusions can you reach? Well, forget the differential images ABCD that I gave you. When you look at the first image, which is just a sagittal view, the first thing you notice is that the celiac and SMA are patent but they're really small, they're just way too small. When you see the vessels this small, to me the patient is hypotensive, there's poor flow and you have to worry that this patient will develop ischemic bowel due to a low flow state. When you look at the coronal images, you see very bright adrenal glands. You really see the right one particularly well. And when you see bright adrenal glands, we think about the patient being hypotensive. So when you look at the choices, there really is not many choices. This patient is hypotensive, answer B is the correct answer. If patients had poor cardiac output and had failure, I guess you can have poor flow, but at the end of the day it's hypotensive. So again, Uh, I make the point that when you're looking for ischemic bowel and you see very tiny vessels, you better be thinking about that possibility. Uh, Again, the vessels are patent, but it's the vessel size that becomes most critical in this example and very nicely shown on the images uh, that are enclosed. This is kind of a trick case, and this is to see if you've been paying attention to our Facebook page. I asked you what the rendering technique is. Well, D, abstract rendering, that's a very abstract type of rendering, which I don't know how to do. Uh, This is some work we're doing, and this is indeed a form of volume rendering. So if you put down A, I guess you would sort of be correct, or I'd give you half credit. But this is cinematic rendering, which is a form of volume rendering where you move the light source also inside. It kind of gives you spectacular images. We're gonna see how good these images really are. This is a nice example of a dissection of the uh, descending thoracic aorta, type B, but just beautiful visualizations nicely shown. So stay tuned. We'll see where cinematic rendering actually does go. This is a tough case, but I thought I would show it anyway. It's a patient, no history of trauma and lots of pain in the wrist. Now when you look at it, you can really see the flexion deformities. You can see that there's thickening along the tendons, very, very prominent. This is a patient with a connective tissue disease. There's no evidence of vasculitis here in the sense that you don't have uh, any vessels to look at. It's not normal. The tendons are way too thick and there's contraction. Uh, It's not a situation where there's trauma. This is connective tissue disease, and the patient uh, had a very non-specific connective tissue disease, but just a very nice example of showing you the volume rendering in this case as well. This is a nice example where I asked you what was the surgery done. You see a stent in the descending thoracic aorta approximately past the left subclavian. What you really see also impressive is look at the size of the left subclavian, look how dilated it is. And that means it was used as a collateral pathway, so it's not a dissection type case. And it's not Takayashi's, which caused vessel narrowing, not dilatation. It's not a type B dissection. I don't see a dissection. This is the classic example of an endovascular stent repair of coarctation of the aorta. The patient's large left subclavian artery predated the stent placement. And just a very nice example, again, with volume rendering. This patient had new onset jaundice, and in trying to figure out the cause, I gave you four choices and asked you which one wasn't the cause. Well, if you look at the images from the coronals and the volume rendering, you see a soft tissue mass in the distal common duct. Uh, This patient previously did have a duodenal cancer years ago, but the soft tissue mass could be a non-opaque stone or sludge causing obstruction. It could be that on the images just beyond this, there's a stricture, be it inflammatory neoplastic, so it could be a common duct adenocarcinoma causing obstruction. It's not a colodocal cyst because you would see a cystic outpouching with a colodocal cyst even if you developed a carcinoma in a colodocal cyst. In fact, this ended up being a biliary tumor, this ended up being a biliary adenoma, a relatively unusual tumor, particularly the size and location, Fortunately, this was a non-malignancy in this patient who presented with jaundice. Very, very nice example. This patient has small bowel obstruction, and I wanted to know the cause. When you look at the images, very nice example of small bowel obstruction, no pneumatosis. On the image on your right, you can see the cause of the patient's uh, dilated small bowel, which is thickening of the patient's terminal ileum, extending to cecum, this prominent submucosal enhancement, and this is just a wonderful example of Crohn's disease. With ischemic bowel you can get thickening but not that mucosal enhancement and the appearance as it goes from the ileum into the cecum. It's not the appearance of an intussusception. it's not the appearance of a mass like carcinoma. Though one would admit that at times you get carcinoma superimposed upon Crohn's disease and it can be a difficult diagnosis. But when all is said and done, Crohn's disease was the correct diagnosis in this case. This is an impressive case. The patient has a large breast mass, There's skin thickening, There's soft tissue thickening, their nodes, this is just a very aggressive tumor. I've seen melanoma go to the breast and I've seen lymphoma involve the breast and I've even seen metastatic renal cell carcinoma and we mentioned this previously. With metastatic renal cell, it was nodules that are enhancing With melanoma and lymphoma, it can be bulky, but at the end of the day, with such diffuse skin thickening, such a large mass, you have to really be thinking this is a primary breast cancer, and this indeed was inflammatory breast cancer. This is a technical question. You can see we did bone removal to be able to show the patient's vasculature from the subclavian artery down through the uh, brachial artery. You can see on the image on your left that we did remove the bone, the humerus and multiple ribs, and I asked you what the technique was. Because it was so successful, if you look at the images, you're looking at the neck as well on the 3D. With this type of excellent bone removal without any artifact, there's a good chance this was dual energy bone removal, which is indeed was. Seed growing technique using some sort of Hounsfield value Uh, You're not going to get this type of quality. Automated segmentation techniques, we've worked on that, and you do pretty well, and I guess, theoretically, that's a possibility, but this was dual energy. We love dual energy for bone removal. Really, really does a great job when you're doing vascular studies. This patient um, had an incidental left adrenal mass, and I asked you for the best diagnosis. Not very hard. The lesion is very vascular. You see the kidneys are present, so I'm thinking of a pheochromocytoma. We have shown you that pheos incidentally detected are more common than pheos with syndromes. So um, it is not uncommon to find an incidental pheochromocytoma. The key thing was in this case, there was in the uh, first exam was an incidental adrenal lesion, which could be anywhere from adenoma to metastasis. This patient had no known primary. The vascularity is over 200, too high for an adenoma. Myelolipomas can enhance a bit, but you see fat. Metastatic renal cell can give vascular metastasis, but the kidneys look great, at least on these images. So the best diagnosis was a pheochromocytoma. So that's the end of 10 questions, 10 terrific cases for a hot August day. Remember, hot August night was nearly diamond. We're just giving you the hot August day. And with that, thanks a lot, and see you next month.